Now, Donald Trump has continued his outbursts ahead of his appearance at his civil fraud case in New York. At stake is his property empire. As he walked into court, Mr Trump dismissed the civil case and said it amounted to election interference and political warfare, or political lawfare, as he called it. The growing number of court cases are having little effect on Mr Trump's popularity, though. According to the New York Times, he's currently leading in the polls in five of the six US battleground states. Mr Trump's advantage ranges between three to ten points over President Biden. Our Washington correspondent Simon Marks is with us. Kia ora, Simon. How are you? I'm very well, Susie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good to talk to you again. I see that Donald Trump is back in court after the lunch break. He's been ranting at the judge. Uh, ranting at the judge uh, throughout the session uh, today. In fact, when he left court for that lunch break, uh, as he uh, passed reporters gathered outside the courtroom door, uh, he made a, a sign as though he was drawing a zip over his mouth. In other words, uh, acknowledging uh, that now was not the time for any further discussion following a morning uh, that saw the judge at times uh, struggling to keep control of the courtroom as Donald Trump, and I know this is going to come as a shock to everyone, decided to use his historic appearance uh, giving evidence in this case as an opportunity essentially uh, to make political points, uh, targeting uh, the prosecutor that has brought this case, uh, Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York State, targeting the judge as well, uh, and uh, really expanding on those comments that he made outside the courtroom, claiming that this is all political lawfare, as he puts it, an effort to derail uh, his uh, desire and effort efforts uh, to win the keys back uh, to the Oval Office. Uh, And there were points at which the judge during the morning session had to say to Donald Trump's lawyers, you have got to take control of your client uh, and get him directly to answer questions. Otherwise, I'm going to have to consider uh, sanctions against him. But, you know, for Donald Trump, this is just uh, another lion's den in which to perform. And that is very much what he's going to continue doing, uh, we suspect, for the next few hours. Uh, In terms of the political repercussions here, though, it would appear that uh, it is working. Well, I think that's right. I mean, the brash self-confidence of Donald Trump that was on display in court over the last few hours absolutely cannot be divorced from the opinion poll data published by the New York Times uh, and CBS News yesterday, uh, exactly one year before America's presidential election. In 365 days' time here on Morning Report, we'll be digging over the results of that election. Uh, And the opinion poll published by the New York Times suggests that on the current trajectory, Donald Trump is going to win in the uh, six battleground states. Uh, Those are states that sometimes vote Democratic, sometimes vote Republican, but always determine the outcome of the presidential election. Donald Trump is ahead of Joe Biden in five of them. In Nevada, he's got a 10-point advantage over Donald Trump. In Georgia, a six-point advantage, five points in Arizona and Michigan, and a four-point advantage in Pennsylvania. Uh, And this poll also suggests that were Donald Trump to disappear from the scene and uh, let's say that the Republicans picked another candidate by the name of Nikki Haley, the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, they'd win even bigger against Joe Biden. So these are polls uh, that should absolutely Mm. be uh, causing panic within the walls of the White House. So what is going to happen as a result then, do you think, from the Democrat side of things? Are they going to um, do something uh, in terms of 
getting rid of Joe Biden, not persuading him perhaps not to run again. What sort of concern is being expressed? Look, I think you can rule absolutely nothing out. Uh, Certainly, we have seen some senior Democrats over the last few hours publicly, gingerly raising questions about whether Joe Biden should stay on the ballot. They include David Axelrod, the former senior advisor uh, to former President Barack Obama. And on Capitol Hill uh, this morning, uh, the talk of the corridors was of the opinion poll. Take a listen to what uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, uh, a Democrat uh, from Connecticut, had to say. He is urging the Biden White House to engage in more aggressive outreach about the president's achievements and to do it as soon as possible. The more the better in terms of pushing that message and making the American people aware of President Biden's achievements. Yes, more aggressive earlier and more widely, I think, is the right way to go. But, you know, the uh, hour is approaching for Mm. President Biden to make a final decision, really, about whether he's going to stay in this race. We've got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up at the end of November. It was over the Thanksgiving dinner table last year that the Biden family reportedly took the decision that the president was going to seek re-election. There are quietly some voices here suggesting that over this year's uh, roast turkey uh, and peach pie, uh, there ought perhaps to be a slightly different conversation taking place. If indeed that conversation does take place, Simon, who might be a likely candidate instead? Well, that's the big question. I mean, first of all, would Joe Biden, were he to drop out of the race, and and there's no indication that he's even thinking of doing that, but were he to do so, would he endorse his vice president, Kamala Harris? Her numbers are even worse than his in a matchup with Joe Biden. There would be enormous pressure for a competitive primary campaign uh, among Democrats. Runners and riders would definitely include Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Uh, They're presumed to include Pete Buttigieg, Uh, the transportation secretary within Joe Biden's cabinet. But, you know, a primary campaign is going to be uh, messy and brutal and uh, the uh, sort of real internecine stuff among Democrats. Uh, And it can only begin if and when Joe Biden decided uh, that he's not, as he currently couches himself, the indispensable candidate to battle Donald Trump and Mm. salvage America's democracy. Not for the first time, of course, that was in 2020. He's going to argue you've got to do it again for a second time Mm. in 2024. But, you know, 364 days and counting. (laughs) Fascinating stuff. Thank you very much. Simon Marks there, our Washington correspondent. 26 past eight.